0: Open up your Bibles. Open up your Bibles. That's better. Psalm 92. Psalm 92. Verse 12. When you have it, say Amen. But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of lebanon for they are transplanted to the lord's house the lord's own house they flourish they flourish in the courts of our god even in old age they will still produce fruit they will remain vital and green they will declare the lord is just he is my rock There is no evil in him. Let me give you a a definition of flourish. Everybody say flourish. It means to grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way, especially as the result of a particular favorable environment. When the Word of God says that we have been transplanted, We've been transplanted out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. We don't visit heaven, we are living in heaven. And just because we might be here in this world, heaven is in us. And the Bible says that the righteous will flourish. In other words, you will grow, you will produce, you will be, you will be strong, healthy, you will be able to prosper in whatever season, because we are not walk, we are not living in this world. We are living in the kingdom of heaven now. We might be here, but we're not from here. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says that this is the blessing of the righteous, those that have been, ma- been made right with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. How you are the righteous. Because of Jesus, you've been taken out of the kingdom of darkness and put into the kingdom of light. You are now planted in the house of the Lord. And the word of God says that you shall flourish. You shall flourish. That even in your old, it says even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. The seasons change and we see the leaves change. They, 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 they turn, they turn green. Sometimes the leaves, they fall off the tree depending on the tree. But not you. You are not of the tree of death. You are the tree of life. You're not of the tree of stagnation. You're the tree of always flourishing and always growing, always producing no matter what the season it is. Amen. I was speaking to a, a woman this past week. And she was talking about how things are getting kind of difficult in her workplace. I don't know how she began to say, I don't know how I'm going to take care of my finances. I don't know how I'm going to take care of my family. She began to become worried about her her financial situation. But when you know you are the righteousness of God, it doesn't matter if a business opens up the door to you or shuts the door to you you know that your source and supply comes from the Lord that it doesn't matter what man might say about you God is the one that promotes you God is the one that increases you God is the one that gives you power to prosper and so your your heart should not ever be ever be downtrodden or broken or or ever in fear of loss when you know that you are the righteousness of God and that you are planted everybody say planted in the house of the Lord. That means you're not getting up and walking out just because somebody might have shut the door on you. It doesn't mean that God has forsaken you, that His promises are not available to you. It doesn't matter even if the economy slows down and it seems like there's no opportunities all around you. I want to let you know that the blessing comes from the kingdom of heaven that's rooted on the, that is in the the inside of you. Amen. And if you are rooted in the house of the Lord, it doesn't matter if destruction and famine tries to come near you. It shall not, it shall not affect you. You shall flourish. You shall grow. You shall prosper in every season. In every season. Say, I'm going to flourish. We live in the house of the Lord. We don't visit the house of the Lord. We live in the house of the Lord. This is our places of blessing. This is our place of blessing. Jesus did so much; he paid the, paid such a great price just to bless you. And whom God has blessed, no man can curse. There's not a curse on your life. There is a continual blessing, a continual blessing that's already paid for, that you don't have to earn. You just have to receive it by faith. Say, I'm blessed. Say it three times, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. And so you have to live in the house of the Lord, always reminding yourself who you are and whose you are. Reminding yourself where your blessings come from, where your increase comes, who is your source, who is your supply. It's the Lord Almighty. It's the Lord Almighty. And when you have that mindset that God is your source and your supply, that you are the blessed, that you are rooted in the house of the Lord, you've been planted in the house of the Lord, that heaven is the one, that the provision of God is always made available to you. When you recognize that, you will never be downtrodden, you'll never be sad. You'll never get to a place where you don't have, you will always have more than enough if you begin to follow God's word. Amen. And the moment the desire begins to rise up, your faith begins to operate in that area. And as your faith begins to operate in that area, what you need to make it happen will come. There are many people that are called into the ministry, but they're waiting for money. Jesus didn't say, I've chosen you, I've called you to the nations, now I want you to wait for money. There's no, it's not in there. It's not in there. He has one command. He says, go. Go into all the nations. Whatever God has called you to do. He is not calling you to wait for provision. Provision will show up as you go. There is absolutely nothing that we've done that we've had the resources to do it. When you look at the finances and the skill and the, and the knowledge that was needed to, to make it happen, you would never look at it and say, oh yes, uh, they, they have it all. No, it wasn't there. It wasn't there, we didn't even have the money, we didn't have the resources to, to borrow the money to do it. I mean, it's one thing not having the resources to do it, but it's another thing when the banks say no. But we took our eyes off of banks and we took our eyes off of man and all we want to know is, what does the Lord say? What is the call of God? And as we begin to listen to the Lord and we begin to step out in faith, whatever is needed was supplied. You have to understand, as you go, it will come. As you go, the provision will be released. As you go, the word of the Lord shall be given. As you go, God will show you His plan, His purpose, and His provision, amen? So that all the glory belongs to the Lord, so that the end end of the ministry, the end of the work that you do, you can't say, oh, I did this because I did that. No, it's all the Lord. He is the author and the finisher of your faith, amen? We trust God to supply and provide, amen. He supplies what I need to serve Him, amen. He supplies what I need to serve Him and He provides what I need to be a blessing. He will supply what I need to serve Him and He will supply what I need to to be a blessing to others, amen. That's the promise of God. I'm not going to let lack and want I'm not gonna let the, the, the fear of, of those things keep me from doing what God's called me to do. I'm not called to live in lack. I'm not called to, to be in want. I'm called to serve the Lord. And I'm not gonna complain when I, when I don't have what I need. I'm just gonna go before the Lord, remind him of his word and stand in faith in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says we will flourish, amen. We will flourish. I wanted to share with you four areas of flourishing, on how to flourish. In Romans chapter 12, I want to speak to you how to flourish. In Romans chapter 12 verse 3, towards the end of the scripture says, God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Every one of you have faith, whether you like it or not, whether it's big or small, you have faith. God has given every single one a measure of faith. Some of your faith is as big as a mountain. Others, I'm looking at it, I need a microscope just to find it. But every one of us have been given a measure of faith. And so the first thing to do is you have to use your faith. Whether it's small or it's big, use your faith. And as you begin to use it, your faith is going to grow. Amen? Number two is you have to take your opportunity to sow seed. Everybody say sow seed. You have to take your opportunity to sow seed because what, what happens is the Lord wants to increase you, but he uses seed to release the blessing. Seed is an opportunity to show God you believe him. Seed is an opportunity to show God that you are living by faith and not by sight. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10, it says, for God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then provide a great harvest of generosity in you. Amen. Everybody say seed. It's, it's, it's almost impossible. It's impossible to receive without giving. Are you with me here today? It's impossible to receive without giving. Because when you are not a giver, you're thinking about taking. And when you think about taking, you're thinking, what can I do in my strength to make it happen? The problem with that is you begin to serve money instead of serve God. Your heart and your thoughts and your emotions become towards money and not towards God. And so it's very difficult for God to speak to you because you're a double-minded man, unstable in all your ways. If all you're thinking about is making money, it's impossible to serve God. That's why you have to understand that when I give, I'm telling God, even what I have, it might not be enough, but I put it in your hand, trusting you that you will take care of it and that you will bless it and that you'll bring it back to me as more than enough. Amen. Too many people are making sacrifices in their life and they are putting themselves in, they're, they're removing themselves from being close to God because of money, amen? Listen, I could live without money, but I cannot live without God. And that's why we have to be a giver, because when we we are a giver, we are declaring, Lord, your word says that you give seed to the, the farmer, you give seed to the sower. And so Father, I am stepping out in faith, and I'm sowing seed, and I'm expecting not only a harvest, but more seed to sow. And we've seen this over and over in our life that as we begin to give, we begin to have more and more and more. There is a a message that I preach called two plus two doesn't equal four. And you might be saying, well, Pastor Kevin, yes it does. It does in this realm. But when you operate in the kingdom of heaven, God knows how to take a a couple of loaves of bread and, and a couple of fish and feed thousands with it. God knows how to multiply it and make it more than what we we can even imagine, amen. Hallelujah. And so you, you have to take every opportunity to sow seed. Everybody say, sow seed. <clears throat> when you don't sow seed, you're, you're putting your, your trust in yourself, amen. But when I sow seed, I put my faith in God, amen. In Hebrews chapter 1, <clears throat> verse 14, it says, Therefore, angels are only servants, spirits, sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. The third, the third uh, thing that I wanted to share with you about flourishing is there are angels that are there to serve. You're not by yourself. You have heaven backing you up with power. Amen. And so there are angels that are available to serve. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says that they are servants unto the heirs of righteousness. Unto the heirs of righteousness. So don't forget that there's angels that help you. I could tell you times where I I couldn't do certain things. And I needed help. So I began to go before the Lord and ask the Lord for help. And the Lord reminded me, hey, there's an angel. Speak to them. And I began to speak to angels. Angels, I command you to go and help me in this area. In Jesus' name. And the angels just showed up. The thing was done. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I have angels. So you got to release the Angels. Because if if you don't tell them, you don't give them direction. You don't recognize that there's a resource of angels that are available. The Bible says there's servants unto heirs of righteousness. You know, I'm a a leader. I'm a leader of the church. And when people are, are working and serving, it is my responsibility that they know what they're doing and how to do it. Right? And so if they don't do what needed to be done, I don't blame them, I blame myself because I didn't train them, prepare them, and position them to do what needed to be done. Now once they got that, that, that information and they still don't do it, then they're disobedient. Then they won't serve very long in this ministry. Amen, I'm not talking about any one of you. But you see, it's my responsibility to articulate to speak some of you are believing God for increase in your business when was the last time you stood outside your door and said angels I speak to you to bring an in increase from the north south east and west some of you are believing God for promotion when was the last time you said angels I speak to you to to go before me and prepare increase in the name of Jesus are you with me today <clears throat> this is all about flourishing in the house of the Lord amen And then the last thing I want to encourage you with on flourishing is found in Psalm 16, verse 11. You will show me the way of life, grant me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. The the last thing I want to share with you on how to flourish is dwell in his presence. My wife was sharing her testimony, that desire of hunger and that cry of her heart. The reason why that desire and that cry came is because she began to dwell deeper in the presence of the Lord. Every one of us need to have a hunger and desire to get into the presence of the Lord. I understand you got flesh. I understand you got, you got certain desires and, and, and things in the flesh. But it's important that you get into the spirit. Because whatever you're doing, if you want to flourish in your finances, if you want to flourish in your marriage, if you want to flourish in life, if you want to flourish in your community, it's important that you spend time in the presence of God so that God can speak to you, heal you, restore you, remove anything that needs to be removed, and put in whatever needs to be put in, so that when you walk out, you walk out under the mighty power of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Hallelujah. Say, I'm planted. In the Lord's house I will flourish in the courts of our God even in old age I will still produce fruit I will remain vital and green and I declare the Lord is just he is my rock and there is no evil in him in Jesus name father I pray over your people today I thank you Lord that you have blessed this community this fellowship. Lord, that you have not called us to live in lack and want and poverty, but you have blessed us, you have given us power to create wealth, you have anointed us to prosper, and you have given us spiritual help through, through angels, Father. So today we step out in faith that we are champions, more than conquerors, that whatever we might face tomorrow, it doesn't compare to the glory and the power that has already been given to us, Lord. I speak increase over every person within the sound of my voice. That the increase comes from the north, south, east, and west. And that whatever they do, they shall prosper. I thank you, Father God. We claim it right now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen.